Good morning. My name is Mike, and I make this podcast because I'd like to learn and create new things, and because I'm hoping to get the word out about something else that I've made called the Flex Deck. The Flex Deck is a single deck of multi-purpose playing cards that lets you play dominoes, word games, and your traditional poker or rummy, all in one convenient deck of cards. If you like games or you'd like to support this podcast, I hope you'll check us out at flexdeckplayingcards.com. Today I'm reading the Gates of the Arctic National Park and Preserve article from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. This podcast and that website are the places to go to for the questions, not the answers. For the answers, I encourage you to support your local library. History. Nomadic peoples have inhabited the Brooks Range for as many as 12,500 years, living mainly on caribou and other wildlife. The Mesa site at Itariac Creek has yielded evidence of occupation between 11,500 and 10,300 years before the present. Later sites from around 6,000 years before present have yielded projectile points, stone knives, and net sinkers. The Arctic Small Tool Tradition, or ASTT, of about 4,500 BP has also been documented. The late phase of the ASTT from between 2,500 and 950 BP, the Ipatiac phase, has been documented in the park at the Bateman site in Itkalik Lake. The earliest Inupiat people appeared about 1,200 AD at the coast and spread to the Brooks Range, becoming the Inumayut people who had left much of their traditional homelands following a crash in the caribou populations in the early 1900s, resumed a relatively isolated subsistence way of life after returning to the mountains in the late 1930s. In 1949, the last two semi-nomadic bands came together in the valley of the Anaktavuk River, and over the next decade established the community of Anaktavuk Pass. The Wichin people, a northern Athabascan group, also lived in the area in the last 1,000 years, moving south of the park in historic times. The Alaskan interior was not explored until the late 19th century, shortly before discovery of gold in the Klondike brought prospectors to Alaska. Some encampments of explorers and survey parties have been identified in the park. A few small mining operations were established in the early 20th century, never amounting to much. The park's name dates to 1929, when wilderness activist Bob Marshall, exploring the north fork of the Cayuga River, established a pair of mountains, Frigid Crags and Boreal Mountain, one on each side of the river. He christened this portal the, quote, Gates of the Arctic, end quote. Marshall spent time in Wiseman during the early 1930s, publishing an account of the place in his 1933 book, Arctic Village. In the 1940s, writer and researcher Elias Murray proposed that Alaskan lands be preserved. Proposals for a national park in the Brooks Range first emerged in the 1960s, and in 1968, a National Park Service survey team recommended the establishment of a 4,100,000-acre park in the area. That year, Secretary of the Interior Stuart Udall 
recommended to President Lyndon B. Johnson that Johnson use the Antiquities Act to proclaim a national monument in the Brooks Range and other Alaskan locations, but Johnson declined. During the 1970s, the Alaska Native Claims Settlement Act, or ANCSA, prompted serious examination of the disposition of lands held by the federal government. A series of bills were considered to deal with conservation land proposals authorized under ANCSA, but the legislation that would become the Alaska National Interest Lands Conservation Act, or ANILCA, was held up in Congress in the late 1970s. Consequently, on December 1, 1978, President Jimmy Carter used the Antiquities Act to proclaim much of the proposed new Alaskan parklands as national monuments, including Gates of the Arctic National Monument. In 1980, Congress passed ANILCA, and the monument became Gates of the Arctic National Park and Preserve on December 2nd, 1980. Well, that'll make this that for now. This is Mike with FlexDeckPlayingCards.com. As always, thank you for listening. My apologies for any mistakes or mispronunciations that I may have made. The words are not my own. This is just a reading of Wikipedia. If you'd like to support this podcast, I hope you'll leave us a favorable rating on whatever service it is that you're listening to us. Or if you'd like to visit our website, that'll be great too, at FlexDeckPlayingCards.com where again, you can find a multi-purpose deck of playing cards that lets you play dominoes, word games, and your traditional poker or rummy all in one. Thanks again. Have a good one.